This podcast is sponsored by Kangen Water. Change your water. Change your life. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. And welcome to Life Coaching Comedians. Here, there's no client confidentiality because it's funny. I'm your life coach, Lexis Charday, And today, I have a very funny female comedian joining me, Dana Wisson. Dana regularly visits Peter Piper Pizza and dips her slices in ranch. She tries to contain her farts until she is safe at home, enjoying a good binge of Rock or Love or Jersey Shore, but just like her Tourette's, farts can come uncontrollably. She is learning how to embrace life and does so by singing Mbop whenever she feels down. Dana comes from the world of improv with an impressive resume. She co-produces an all-woman stand-up sketch comedy show with Courtney Wallstrom called The Bro Show and has opened up for comedians such as Eliza Schletzinger. You may have also seen her and her entire family in the horror classic Hannibal. I hope you enjoy our session. Hello, Dana. Hi. <laughs> What's up? How are you feeling today? Um, kind of physically uncomfortable. Is your physical uncomfort because I'm in the room with you? Uh, no, not, no, not because of you. Um, you're pretty cool, but like. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Um, I, my birth control fucked me up. Oh no, darling. Yeah. Um, it, uh. Sorry, I get distracted and I I lose my train of thought. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my face is all swollen. I'm all itchy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I woke up with big old poofy lips. Your lips look to die for. Do they? They do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I'm uncomfortable about. It's just like, am I going to die? Do I need to go to the doctor? I don't want to go to the doctor because I have crappy insurance and all the doctors suck. They do, they do. Yeah. But you're cool. Well, I'm no doctor, but I have thought about going to naturopath (laughs) school because I believe in holistic medicine. What is holistic medicine? Holistic medicine is using nature to cure your problems. So, for example, you're itchy. Maybe you should take a bath and some apple cider vinegar with a little dash of eucalyptus to calm your skin down. Oh, man, I'm too big for baths. You're not too big for baths. <laughs> I think I don't think I can fit into a bathtub. Mm, we gotta get you the right size bathtub. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, Dana, I feel like I've been trying to get you into this room for a while now, and um, you know, you're a lovely young lady, but it seems like you've got a lot of issues that you need to talk about. Yeah, I have a lot. Besides your uh, physical problems that you're having today. Um, what about your spirits? What about your mentality? Uh, what areas are you wanting to focus on today? Um, 
my fucked up brain, mm. my anxiety, mm-hmm. my OCD, mm-hmm. my my self hatred, mm-hmm. my body dysmorphia. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mm-hmm. eating disorders, mm-hmm. my depression, mm-hmm. my social anxiety. Okay. My performance anxiety. Okay. Um, my health anxiety. Okay. Worrying about my parents dying all day long. Oh wow. Okay. Birth control anxiety. Okay. Not anxiety while driving. I love driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, but a lot of shit. Wow, okay. Yeah. Well, not sure how many of those topics we can cover in a half an hour, yeah. but what would you say <laughs> is on the top of your list? Um, um, wh- whatever one won't make me cry. Oh, uh, honey, I feel like you should let your in- your emotions flow. You should be yeah. open to crying. You know, Sometimes the triggers for anxiety are because there's trapped emotions inside. So we got to let those out. So yeah. please do not be afraid to cry. Oh, I do man. not judge. My shoulder is here to catch your tears. Thank you. Or the pillow, whatever you're more comfortable with. <laughs> um, let me think about it. Okay. I once had a therapist who... I've never told anyone this. It's not a terrible story at all. It sounds dramatic, but it's not. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I once had a therapist who my previous therapist met while she was jogging. And Mm -hmm. because that previous therapist was moving to New Zealand, she thought, oh, I'll recognize, I'll recommend this woman I just met a second ago to my patient so she can go see this therapist. Mm -hmm. And I did. Mm -hmm. And that therapist told me in every session that my issues are all because I am carrying the weight of all the women in the world on my shoulders. And that's why I have so many mental health issues. And yeah, and I was like, thank you. And then I left Mm. forever. Mm -hmm. Terrible, so. Who's to say that you're responsible for all women of the world? I, yeah, I don't, fuck that shit. I do believe that as a woman, and as healing our own personal traumas, that we can heal all the women in the world. But I don't believe that we carry the burden of everybody on our shoulders. Yeah. She Especially the hot ones. She sounds a little wacko. Yeah, she's super wacko. Wacko wacko. Yeah, she was weird. Wacko 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 wacko. He's hot. Who? That's what I'm thinking of. Wacka flacka? Flocka? Willy Wonka's cousin? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. I like him. Back in my day, me and Willy Wonka <laughs> had to go around. Really? Mm-hmm. What, were, did you do stuff in that elevator, the flying elevator? Oh, he took me on the Hershey Highway. I've never had a therapist talk like that, and I love that. Like, do you see, I just, like, opened up right now to yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, I just therapized myself. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm your friend, Dana. Just Thank remember you. that. Thank yeah. you. So how about we do a little breathing exercise <coughs> to get you to open up and decide what it is that is just right there bugging you that you need to get out and release today. Okay. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Um, so anxiety. You said anxiety. Mainly everything was anxiety. Yeah. And you mentioned a little bit of self-hatred. Yeah, fuck that. I don't want to talk about that one. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, you know, trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> where your chakras may be misaligned. Oh, okay. 
So we can do a little breathing exercise and bring in some stonework. Would that be okay with you? Do I have to like take my shirt off? No. Oh, okay. No, honey, you're in a safe place. <laughs> okay. This is a therapy couch, not a casting couch. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. So why don't you go ahead and kick up your feet, relax. I can put my shoe. Have that's my perfectly fine. You sure? It's perfectly okay. Because okay. I do this at home. Like I sit on my bed. I mean, my bed is covered in all sorts of disgusting shit. So let's. Hmm. Let's do. <laughs> I'm gonna do okay. two stones with you. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give you a green adventuring. Because, darling, you are an adventure. Yeah? This is oh. going to be placed over your heart. Be careful with your microphone there. Oh, thank you. What, do I just, like, set it on my tit? Um, you can do that. Okay. Before you do that, why don't you go ahead and grab it and just rub it in your hands and create some warmth. Let that energy begin to flow wonderful and then you can go ahead and place it on your heart if you can hold it that would be great as well yeah whatever hand you'd like to use and then i'm going to give you this citrine Ooh. and you're going to put this in your rib cage right there in your diaphragm okay are you a singer kind of yeah so you should be familiar with how energy flows there not really a little bit maybe if you've sang yeah for sure Okay, so go ahead and get comfortable. You can relax, read your head if you want to scooch down a little bit. Get in a comfortable state and begin to breathe with me. And exhale. Good. So wherever you're feeling that anxiety, any nervousness, I want you to recognize where in your body that's happening. And then when you breathe in, I want you to take that breath to that space. Surround your breath with that space. And then push it out as you exhale. Okay? Okay. Go ahead and do that a couple times. Psst. While Dana's working on her deep breathing, let's take a moment to talk about safe sex. Because it is the best sex. One condoms are uniquely designed for safe healthy, enjoyable sex between caring partners. One Condoms works closely with customers, communities, and health professionals to promote physical and emotional health by encouraging open conversations about sex and sexuality. They also make sex more fun by involving their fans and customers in development of new products and programs. Buy some today so you don't ruin that moment. Go to our website at www.lifecoachingcomedians.com forward slash support and use the affiliate link to purchase some today and get free shipping for purchases over $30. By making a purchase, you're supporting this podcast. Go have some fun, you filthy animals. (laughs) I never could roll my R's. Now... We're going to recite a mantra called YAM. It's to open up your heart chakra. The vibration of YAM mm. helps rip that heart chakra right open, which I, help, which I hope my intention is it will help with a little creating some self-love, okay? So you're going to breathe in. And as you breathe out, you're going to go, YAM. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It seems so silly at first. Yeah, okay, okay. I can do it. I can do it. 
Good. Wait, are you gonna do it with me? Yes. You okay. would you like me to do it with you? Yeah. Let's do okay. a duet. Okay. We'll go breathe in together. Very good. Very good. Oh, I let all that shit out. And you do have a beautiful voice. Thanks. You think you can do it one time on your own? Good. You know, I find quite... A similarity between my clients struggling with anxiety is they tend to laugh during the yam quite a bit. Yeah. And I think you're getting out those anxieties. Yeah. So why don't we just keep doing it until we find the laughter to disappear? It's, okay. I like how that summoned the cats. Mm, That's yeah. always my goal. Do whatever I can to get the attention of a cat so I can do shit with it later. Like, are you in, like, so are you insinuating you're going to harm my cat? No, 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 no. I mean, like, you know, I craft projects and stuff. There's this book. Okay, it, it sounds terrible, but it's not. There's this book that teaches you all the crafts you can make with cat hair. Oh. Yeah, and it's like cat hair that you find around your house, and then you Very just... interesting topic, and I would like to learn more about it, but I do <laughs> feel like you're diverting the subject. I am, okay. I am. So let's go ahead and go back to the yams. Okay. Okay, close your eyes. And make sure you're taking in as much air as you possibly can before reciting the yams. Yum. Very good. See how the laughter just went away? Yeah. Are you feeling a little bit more relaxed, at ease? Yeah, I feel like I just took a Xanax. That's good. Yeah. So the yam is the holistic Xanax. Damn. So I have to do this like all day long? I would do it when you feel like you're on the verge of an anxiety mm. attack. I like it. I dig it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. So I want you to do one more. And keep your eyes closed and then tell me, what is it that's bothering you so much after you're done doing the yam? That one thing that's just in your face that won't go away. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Social anxiety. All right. All right. Let's talk about that more. When do you find your social anxiety at its highest peak? What situation are you in? When I am, oops, when I'm out at a comedy show and I, um, and there are a bunch of comics there or, or there are just a bunch of people there. Mm -hmm. That I should, I have to, I should um, uh, socialize with. And it makes me so nervous that I can't, it's hard to come up with the words. Like, I don't know what to say or like who to say it to or like who to like cling to in that situation. Who makes me comfortable? Like, 
Okay. Yeah. And are you feeling this anxiety when you arrive at the venue? Is this more of like, and does it go away after you perform? So I don't, yeah, I don't get anxiety with performing. That's, and I think that's just like something a lot of us, that's our thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the anxiety happens more on the drive there and like the, the entire day of like, like it's more like I get like the, the normal butterflies about performing, but like the excited butterflies mm-hmm. about doing like a big show, but it's but I obsess um, and have like ruminating thoughts all day about, oh God, okay, what if this person's there? What, and it's people I don't have a problem with who I know don't have a problem with me. It's just because it's this person, uh, this person has this status in the community or this person's, I don't know. I just overthink meeting people and overthink talking to people and then, then I become someone who doesn't talk to people okay okay um so sorry i just snorted are you afraid of the impression you're going to put forth uh what's what's the deep root so you mentioned the status of the other people yeah so is it more of you're trying to find a way to climb yourself up to the top and you're not sure how to put a good impression forward um yeah i think that's that's a big part of it like I am, um, because <clears throat> I feel like I'm such a weird person, or like I'm twitchy, I'm awkward, and um, I worry that, um, you know, if I'm like talking to club bookers or just people who have a lot of experience, or they've been doing comedy for years, and I like love their comedy and respect them already, mm-hmm. that I just I worry, I just don't know how to talk to them. I don't. Like, I want to treat them like a normal person, but I've, they intimidate me. Like, I get intimidated by people easily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When they've done nothing, they're just, mm-hmm. yeah. This is a, a classic example of just uh, self-love and being more comfortable in your skin. Because, Dana, we all know you're twitchy and weird, and that's what we love about you. I mean, you, <laughs> you talk about it on stage, yeah. like, you know? And everybody loves it, you know? It's a little weird at first, you're a little confusing, but they were like, oh my God, I love her. She's so confusing. I don't know her strategy behind her stand-up, but she's making me laugh, and it's random, and I love this girl. And I love that you, you know, you are embracing your Tourette syndrome when you're on stage, right? Yeah. So why can't you do that in real life? I've never thought of that. I... I can't believe I've never thought of that. It's like, if I want to be comfortable with myself, I just need to be myself. That's so fucking crazy. Whoa. Like, that's whoa. Like, because I'm, I hold my twitches in a lot. Like, mm-hmm. I go out in public and I'm like, oh man, don't do that thing. Don't do that thing. And, um, and then it happens. It happens or the urge is bad. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um... Well, yeah. I think just thinking, think about your performance, right? Like you let people know, you tell them on stage, I have Tourette's, I have these outbursts, I have these urges. You, you explain it so people know what to expect, which I think is 
a very notable and noble thing to do because you really don't have to explain shit to nobody. You are yeah. who you are, right? Yeah. But you already do it. You can do the same thing when, you know, you're working or talking with a booker. I mean, if they already saw your set, they may wonder if it's true or if it's not true. And you can let them know if you're feeling a little twitchy. Hey, I'm a little twitchy today. You know, <laughs> I yeah. have Tourette's and I had caffeine. So it's really on fire, you know. And that's something I stopped doing three or, f- or four months ago now. Mm-hmm. Caffeine. Good. Good. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. It does not help your anxiety. Yeah. What a dumb it thing to not. do. Yeah. 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 But, you know, letting them know who you're dealing with. It's kind of like, you know, when you meet a foreign exchange student and they say, oh, I'm so sorry. My English very bad. You know? Yeah. You know? It's <laughs> a little quick disclaimer. That way it's the air is clear. They know what to expect. You know what to expect. And then just be the Dana that everybody loves. Man, I'm going to do that. I don't know how, though. Well, you got to practice somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, like talking to people, asserting myself, or even just, you know, going up and asking or being direct and asking like a direct question like, hey, can I, can you book me on something? Yeah. (laughs) Like that's, I mean... And you can yeah. call him a douchebag and it'll be completely dismissible because you have Tourette's. That is so true. I can, I need to start using that to my advantage too. Yeah. I mean, how often are you going to a comedy show and seeing other comedians perform where you really liked their set? Do you ever go and compliment those people after and yeah. let them know? Yeah. 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 So there you go. You know, conversation, natural conversation. Don't force it, you know. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to go and say hello to someone. Of course, it's respectable to go to the booker, to go if the owner's there or whatever who's there and just say, hey, thanks for having me. Great show. You know, just being cordial. That's really all you got to do. Yeah. But if there's some other comic that was performing there with you and you don't like that person, you don't have to create anxiety thinking you have to say hi to that person. Let them say hi to you, and you can say hello back, and then walk off and go, douchebag. I don't like that guy. And that's exactly what, because what I think about, like with uh, like going to, um, like CB Live, going to the open mic there, where I know there's every comics there, mm-hmm. like, and I see, because I don't actually mind hugging. That's the thing. It's. I just don't know when I should or mm-hmm. if I should wait for someone else to do it. But it's like, you know what? I, I'm i just making that decision. It's like, I'm just going to let them do it and then I'm just going to go with it. Because if they give me a hug, I mean, unless it's some, even if it's some like stinky, nasty, smelly dude or whatever, like, I'll let them hug me. It, it's cool. But now if I go to hug them, that's when I make it awkward. I make it so awkward. Or yeah. when I like reach my hand out. And they'll reach to shake, and I'll do a, a fist, and and then I'll just go like, uh, 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 because I'm done. I'm just, oh my god. So we'll make it funny. It is. It's funny. We've all done that. You know, it's like that weird thing where, <coughs> you know, you go in to like, and they try to give you a kiss on the cheek, and then you know, it's like, yeah, you just laugh at it. <sighs> you know, we're not perfect. Yeah, that's um, true. But you know what I was gonna mention earlier is, 
I believe that you may have some empathic qualities, which is when you feel the energy of other people all around you. Typically, that's where a lot of anxiety comes from. So you might be feeling other people's weird vibes aside from yours, which is probably why you get this social anxiety because your body and your spirit knows you're going to be in a room with a whole lot of different personalities and a whole lot of different energies, right? And it makes you nervous because you don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, and there are a lot of different energies. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like like some energies that are, are cool. I'm cool with being around. Some energies... I don't want to be around, but enjoy observing. Mm-hmm. And then some energies where I, just, I want to avoid at mm-hmm. all costs. So I think being observant of those energies, right? Yeah. Like, don't think that you have to engage with every energy, every personality. Be a little bit more observant. I do, too, like to people watch. For example, I was at um, Alice Vlappy's burnout. Oh yeah. And it was so much fun, but I was experiencing anxiety. The social anxiety didn't start until I got there. I was experiencing anxiety because it's like I had been doing comedy for almost ten years and I had never done a roast show before. Ooh. I was like, how can I even call myself a comedian? I've never done a roast show before. And so leading up to it, you know, you're preparing all the roasts for everybody and you don't know who's gonna who you're going to get paired up with because it's yeah. fucking style. And then you see all the people that are showing up just to see if they can get on the show. And then not only that, when I got there, all the comedians were being so weird to each other because they were like <laughs> in fight mode, you know? Oh, man. So I would go and I'd say hi to everybody and everybody was weird. It was super weird energy. I felt like nobody liked me. I felt like I was back in high school again. I was like, ew, I do not want to be here. Oh, man. So you know what I said? You know what? Let everyone else be weird. I'm sure it'll be cool after all the roasts come out. I'm going to go and sit by myself at this table over here, and I'm going to enjoy my own energy and all the other good energy in the room and just not even pay attention to the weird energy. So that's what I did. I sat by myself. All the comedians were in one area. I sat at this one table by myself. Um, There was some bystanders that were coming by to watch. I made friends with them. Got them to listen to my podcast, subscribe, subscribe, and all that good stuff. And uh, and I had a really, really good time. And then after the show was over, everybody was back to normal, you know. So I just had to figure out how to adjust my environment and my surroundings and my thought process to the whole thing to make myself more comfortable. Right? And, like, yeah, did you, like, because, like, when I do that, I, uh, like, I like it when, if I'm like sitting by myself, I like it when people come up to me and, and, and say hi. It's like, okay, cause I'm, I'm in, I'm in my comfortable spot now. So now it's okay. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I like that. Just that spin on it. Just making that your personal, your own space, your own energy. Jesus. Yeah. It's these rocks. They work. Man. They're magical. Oh, man. So, yeah, it's, have ownership, right? Like, have ownership of your energy, what you're allowing into your bubble, what you're not letting into your bubble. Um, I think if you're feeling compelled 
to say hello to someone. Yeah. Like, you know, like a gut instinct, like, oh, I should go talk to that person. I do think that you should follow that. But if it's more of like a confusion, like, oh, I don't know if I should say hi to that person. I've seen that person around or whatever, like, you know, then just a little wave from across the room or whatever. Yeah. This bump after you get off the stage, but don't feel so, you know, what's the word, objectified or like, like you have to. Yeah. You know? I, I'll, that, I always. you are there to perform. You're not, yeah. you're not there. And I think this is a big mistake that comedians make is they go to a show and they're so focused about the other comedians there when really you should be more so engaging with the audience and the people that like your yeah. performance. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You're building your following. You're building your audience. You know. Yeah. So I typically will try to like stand outside <laughs> after a show and say thank you to everyone that came to the show before they leave. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe just try to recenter that focus. I will. It'll make things a lot more enjoyable, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we got a few more minutes. Is there anything else that's bothering you? You mentioned earlier you're having some birth control problems. Oh, yeah. My NuvaRing. Fuck that thing. <coughs> I have no idea if the birth control is causing the issues I've been dealing with, mm-hmm. the allergic reaction, but it's just because I've also, since I got the NuvaRing, the entire time I've been thinking I would rather have the IUD. Mm-hmm. So I'm already in that mindset, but yeah, my tattoos got all swollen and itchy this morning. Why don't you just uh, take a break? You know, sometimes the hormonal release from the birth control can lead to make your craziness crazier. Yeah, I don't know. Hey! Oh, you're so pretty. That's Peter. Peter? Mm-hmm. Oh, Peter. Oh, my God. I already f- I feel better. Oh, my God. Do you have animals? I have two puppies. Oh. Well, I mean, dog puppies, but yeah, two puppies. They are great, aren't they? Oh, mm-hmm. they're the best. I've never owned a cat because my my entire family is allergic. Not me, but... I think people saying they're allergic to cats is complete bullshit. I think they just yeah? don't like animals. <clears throat> Ooh, did you hear that? My inside sounds. <laughs> so yeah, why don't you consider taking a little break? You know, let your... From fucking? Well, from putting your body through these, like, unnormal estrogen releases, you know? Just let your vagina do its thing. Oh, man. I mean, there are condoms. (coughs) Fuck condoms. Fuck condoms. No way, no how. So you're telling me that you just (coughs) like to go out there and... Have your hot dogs raw. I I just have that my one hot dog raw. Oh. Yeah, for two two and a half years. Oh. Yeah, okay. I keep so that one hot dog. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But is your relationship healthy? Oh, it's amazing. Okay. It's I love my boyfriend so much. 
But yeah. So are you two planning on having children or is he like doesn't want to have any kids or Oh yeah, we do, we are not parents. We do not want to be parents. We uh So then why should you suffer with the neutering and why should your vagina go through all this trauma? Have him snip his loop. Snip his tunnel. I know cuz I'm carrying the weight of the world in my vagina. I don't think we should grow to believe such a atrocious idea. But why doesn't he take a little bit of responsibility? Oh, he's... Why does want... it have to be the woman's responsibility to make sure they don't get pregnant when he doesn't want to have kids either? Yeah. No. I don't know. He's... I don't want to You know, there are surgery. some pretty good condoms out there that makes it feel like you're almost raw-dogging. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You can't you can't knock it till you try it. God, that cat. I think they even have goat skin condoms now, which I hear is better than sheepskin condoms. I'm not going to put a fucking goat inside of me when my body reacted to I'm plastic. I'm just saying, Dana. I'm you want just me to put a goat in me? The burden <laughs> of birth control should not rely solely on you. You're dealing with enough. You're dealing with enough. I don't know. I think it's fine. It's but you know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a chill kind of cat like that. Like that cat over there. It's like, you know, birth control up I started taking it when I was 20. Up until now I'm 35. It hasn't caused me a single problem. So it's like, oh, this I'm cool with having oh, this responsibility. Oh, it hasn't caused you a single problem, but here you are talking about all your anxieties. I know. That's How do a, you know that's not linked? I I wondered that the entire time, but uh, well, now I'm going to find out because I'm going to go. I'm going to get an IUD or something at some point. Maybe I'll take a break, but I don't know. I think you should take a break for a year. I think, a year? What? I think that's a good trade-off. One year of sacrificing a little cheap thrill for using rubber instead and letting your hormones adjust back to normal. Don't you think that's a fair trade-off? Wait, going... Does a little piece of rubber really make that big of a difference? I don't know. I haven't used one in years. You should try I don't try even it. remember. You should try <laughs> That's going to be my assignment for you. The next time you come back, I want you to at least try it for a month or so. Get your boyfriend on board. With with what? The sheep? Whatever you feel works best. You don't have to do the sheepskin ones. You can do regular ones. There's I got all I got a whole treasure chest of condoms that I can send home with you today. Not the whole chest, because I I'm gonna need some at some point. One day I will get lucky. But I'll send <laughs> you home with, you know, a brown paper bag. It'll be kinda like Planned Parenthood but cooler. And you can try some out and and see what you like the best. I'll, I'll try them. I can't guarantee I won't blow them up into like balloons. I just want you to try different things to see what might be triggering some anxiety. That's all. Process of elimination. Yeah. You know? Well, as of right now, there is no birth control in me. Except for whatever's left over from that, that dick hole ring. Wonderful. Fuck that thing, Nuva Ring, Nuva Ring, Nuva Ring. Fuck that thing. Okay, I don't. I, I'm not trying to get a lawsuit here, Dana. Okay, I think it's time to call it a day. Um, 
You know, I am glad that you came by. Me too. And, and I'm glad that, um, you know, I gave you some different perspectives to work with. Um, and before we go, would you like to share with any of our listeners or viewers today on how they can check you out and get in touch with you? Um, I'm on Instagram, Dana Wisson, at Dana Wisson. Um, I'm pretty much always on Instagram. Um, I also, uh, I produce The Bro Show, um, all women stand-up sketch comedy show where all the women perform as bros. Follow us at The Bro Show PHX on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We're dope as fuck. We're dope as fuck. Awesome. I love seeing women in drag. Yeah. It's definitely a show that you have to check out. Yeah. If you want to learn more about Dana, you can also go to lifecoachingcomedians.com forward slash support to get a link to try some awesome condoms today. Don't forget that on Thursdays, we do therapy. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be well. Namaste.